Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Last Friday, we did a podcast entitled, Could These Tragedies Be Avoided? Uh, I dislike doing these kind of podcasts. They are absolutely heartbreaking. But we're not going to cover the the same thing that we did then. If you want to hear that podcast, if you missed it, you can always go to UncommonSensePodcast.com. You can always go to the archives there and hear anything that you've missed. But since we are mourning yet another tragedy, I think it's appropriate to take a look at what the responses are to these terrible shootings and determine if they are appropriate and productive. I think most everyone can agree that we all want to see an end to these kind of senseless killings. So what happened in this case? Well, the Federalist reports the gunman shot his grandmother in the face before driving to Robb Elementary, a second through fourth grade school, to carry out the attack. This comes from Governor Abbott. Officials said the grandmother, who called 911, remains in the hospital, as do five victims from the school. Now, soon after the initial shooting, police got a 911 call about a vehicle that had crashed near the school and someone armed with a rifle heading inside. It appears to be the uh, the, the car from the, uh, from the grandmother. The, the man was wearing a tactical vest uh, carrier with no ballistic panels. This is from Lieutenant Chris Alvarez. You can actually see video of this. Uh, Alvarez is the Texas Department of Public Safety official. Now, the shooter barricaded himself inside adjoining classrooms and opened fire on children and two teachers. And uh, Alvarez actually called this act complete evil, and I would as well. The gunman uh, allegedly uh, texts a, a girl who lives in Germany about his intentions just before he shot his grandmother in her home, uh, possibly maybe even just after, and left for uh, the school in her pickup. According to uh, screenshots, uh, reviewed by CNN and an interview with the 15-year-old girl who said that she had been in contact with the government for weeks. The shooter complained about his grandmother being on the phone with AT&T uh, about his phone. And he said that it, it's annoying. Uh, so evidently she was trying to limit his phone use or something. Uh, six minutes later, he texts, I just shot my grandmother in the head. And seconds after that, he said, uh, I'm going to shoot up an elementary school right now. Uh, so who was this guy? Well, Sky News says that, quote, he felt like a like the quiet type, the, the one who doesn't say much. He didn't really socialize with other employees. This is actually from a Wendy's uh, e- evening manager, Adrian Mendez. And uh, they said uh, one one young woman there, uh, at at the Wendy's, or actually a former colleague at the Wendy's, detected an an aggressive streak in him. Uh, that came from the Daily Beast, and and they said, "quote He would be very rude toward the girls sometimes." And one of the cooks threatening them by asking, "Do you know who I am?" And he would also send inappropriate texts to the ladies. Said the former uh, co-worker who wanted to actually remain anonymous. But, quote, at the park, there'd be videos of him trying to fight people in boxing gloves. He'd take them around with him. So he would literally take these boxing gloves around and then try to fight people with them in the park. 
Uh, the Wendy's co-worker uh, uh, said that the shooter did not seem to socialize much outside his clique of friends, which uh, it was a group that she described as emo or alternative. Now, every time we see a tragedy like this unfold, we get a very predictable response from the liberal leftists, with this case being absolutely no exception. Uh, take, for instance, uh, Gabriel Hayes of Fox News reports that in the fur uh, over the recent uh, shooting in Texas, the woman of the uh, the women of the View slammed Republicans Wednesday for defending the Second Amendment rights and demanded that they as uh, they be as aggressive about gun control as they are about defending the unborn. The panel discussed the horrific mass killings uh, of 19 children and two teachers at a Texas elementary school, and um, co-host Anna Navarro uh, blasted the GOP uh, for being aggressive on abortion, among other things, but not on gun control. And she stated, quote, I would like Republicans to show the same energy they, uh, that they do for regulating my uterus. I want them to show the same energy for banning guns. Well, the co-host, Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> criticized Governor Greg Abbott, surprise, surprise, the Republican from Texas, for ex- uh, expanding gun rights, which she claimed helped lead to the shooting. Yes, that's what I said. The, the expanding of the gun rights helped lead to the shooting and stated that the um, the, the vigilante law, um, a- aspects of the pro-life Texas heartbeat law, which allows children to sue physicians and, and people who assist in illegal abortions, should be applied to guns as well, she said. That way people can call the cops on those who have too big an arsenal, she claimed. Quote, listen. I want to thank Governor Abbott because he signed 22 bills this year, making it easier for mass shooters to buy, carry, and own guns in this state, Goldberg said sarcastically. Quote, let's apply his abortion laws to guns by deputizing citizens to sue one, uh, anyone involved in gun violence, she stated, following that with some um, kind of hy- hypothetical questions. So, You sold an AR-15 at a gun show. See you in court. Does your neighbor have too big an arsenal? Call the cops, she said. Clearly still fuming at the leaked Supreme Court draft opinion over Roe versus Wade, Goldberg mocked Supreme Court Justice Alito with her next point. Quote, actually, let's invoke some Supreme Court logic, too. Alito says abortion's not in the Constitution. Well... Neither are AR-15s, so I guess the Constitution doesn't cover them either. She also attacked the pro-life movement, adding, Life is so sacred, then stop using guns to abort young lives. Stop using guns. So co-host Joy Behar interjected, saying, And stop voting for Republicans, which Whoopi actually disagreed with. She said, No, don't stop voting for Republicans, she claimed, but get better Republicans in there. (laughs) quote, get people who are going to look and say, okay, we don't have to have AR-15s, but I want to keep my shotgun because I still hunt. Okay, maybe can have your your hunt, but you can't have your AR-15, Whoopi exclaimed. The co-host then took one last dig at pro-lifers saying, if you're going to get all in my business uh, and tell me 
what my family can and can't do, neither can you. Well, quote, there's going to be, there's going to come, they're going to come for those AR-15s and you better get ready to give them up because this is America. We are supposed to be able to do things and be the people we want to be. And now we are a crazy place. We are allowing things out there that kill children and you don't do anything. You didn't do anything the last time. You're, you're done nothing since Sandy Hook, the co-host continued. She continued to rant, stating, well, I think it's time for the people to say, we're going to take this to courts and we're going to make you give up guns because you don't need to have them. So let, let me say something here. Obviously, these women are not the brightest bulbs in the whole box. <laughs> I, could, I could probably do podcast after podcast of just things that these these women say on that show, and it would be easy fodder for me. But let me say a couple of things. First, first of all, there, there's there's a pesky little thing called the Second Amendment. <laughs> and it reads this. It reads, quote, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That's exactly what it says. So what what is what is it really saying here? Well, it, it is imperative that a nation's citizenry be armed if a secure country with freedoms is to survive. I mean, our founding fathers knew that, and that's why they they explicitly put this in here. To say that it's not in the Constitution to, to have the right to be able to have an AR-15 is just ignorant. It is good people with, with guns that prevent bad people from doing bad things. It also says that this right to have guns shall not be infringed. It doesn't say that we should not only infringe on our hunting rights. Uh, we'll, we'll give you hunting rights, but we're taking away everything else. That's not what it says. It's also interesting here that Whoopi and her gang try to compare abortion, <laughs> abortion of all things, to these school shootings. I think that those of us that are pro-life are pretty consistent. We want to save the lives of those that are born and those that are not yet born. That's pretty consistent all the way around. We want to make sure that we can protect as much as possible innocent life outside the womb with guns and inside the womb with with, with outlawing abortion. It's, it's pretty straightforward in that regard. It can go beyond that and, you know, get into, you know, other areas where, you know, assisted suicide and things like this. But for the most part, we're really consistent that we're trying to save lives. And for what it's worth, the other side is pretty consistent too. They are for taking away the protections of both the born and the unborn. They, they are pushing for the removal of gun law protections and abortion law protections. This is why I have said that they take a pro-death stance. And I know that re- that does not resonate well with those that, that, uh, that are not pro-life. But you basically, if you take that stance, you are against life of all kinds. 
But they are not the only ones that are trying to score liberal points using this tragedy. Uh, Jordan uh, Boyd of the Federalist uh, reports that uh, then Texas Democrat gubernatorial candidate Robert Francis, or we know him better as Beto O'Rourke, charged the stage at Governor Greg Abbott's uh, uh, Wednesday afternoon press conference about the elementary school shooting tragedy uh, in, uh, in Texas. He showed the Lone Star State and the nation that he's a sick politician who thinks tragedy can and should be cashed in on for political gain. While Texas officials gave a somber account of the events leading up to Tuesday's tragic shooting, uh, as well as details about the uh, the deranged shooter uh, who who took at least 21 lives that we know uh, that that we know of now, uh, O'Rourke wasn't thinking about the families who who never got to tell their loved ones goodbye. He was he was plotting a way to pivot attention away from the the chilling mournful moments back to the leftist ignorance plaguing his Twitter feed. Quote: The time to stop the next shooting is now. And you are doing nothing, O'Rourke shouted, before he was actually forcefully uh, ex uh, escorted from the press conference. Quote, you're out of line and an embarrassment, Lieutenant Governor Pat uh, Dan Patrick said as he tried to shoo O'Rourke away from the stage. In other words, um, the, in, in, the, the, the mayor, Don McLaughlin, uh, said, I can't believe you're a sick son of a be that sh that would come to a deal like this and make a poli political issue. Yet O'Rourke, the same guy who, of course, once pledged, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15s, your AK-47s, simply is. I, as a matter of fact, O'Rourke's outburst proved that he is the embodiment of the Democrats' angry, anti-gun, inhumane political agenda wanting to claim blood from mass shootings is on the hands of any pro-gun Republican or American. Quote, this is on you, he yelled and pointed at Abbott as he was ushered out of the auditorium. As Abbott later noted in a statement uh, about the incident, there are family members who are crying as we speak. There are family members whose hearts are broken. There, There's no words that anybody shouting can come come here and do anything to heal those broken hearts, he said. We need all Texas to, in this one moment in time, put aside personal agendas, think of somebody other than ourselves, think about the people who are hurt, and help those who have been hurt. For O'Rourke, that obviously wasn't an option. His identity lies strictly in his partisan attempt to win over the state of Texas. And, and he wasn't willing to sacrifice that for one moment to allow the Lone Star State to grieve. Instead, he took advantage of the moment to throw shade at the man he is challenging in the upcoming election. And he's trying to, uh, to, um, to upset uh, the, uh, the governor there. Now, O'Rourke's fellow partisans are already praising his tirade. Yep, they, they like what he did. But when Republicans, uh, and, and there was a Republican, Lauren uh, Bobert, who shouted at, at President Joe Biden during his, his 2022 State of the Union, you may have remembered, uh, when he failed to acknowledge the deaths of the 13 U.S. soldiers who died during the administration's withdrawal of Af Af Afghanistan. 
well, the corporate media smeared her as ever classless and uh, attention seeking and that type of thing. But O'Rourke, Hissy Fit, on the other hand, has met with, with encouragement and excitement. As soon as he was kicked out of the press conference, reporters lined up to hear him grandstand about guns and, and Abbott, uh, even some more. Quote, I want us to do something right now. We can do something right now. But if we continue to accept this, then it's on us. It's not uh, It's not just the governor's fault. It's on us. I'm not going to accept it. So I'm here. I'm calling attention to this, he told KHOU. Simply put, O'Rourke exploited the, the Uvalde tragedy for political gain. Uh, his, his twisted publicly, publicity stunt won't, won't do anything to save children's lives. Not at all. As a matter of fact, it overshadows the state's mourning and, and uses the 21 innocent lives lost as, as a political prop for the Democratic agenda. His, his grandstanding should be rejected, and, and if not by his own party and media, then by voters who understand that creating a career out of dancing on shooting victims' graves is despicable and hateful. And I think David Hesserani gave a, a great perspective to the do-somethingism attitude that we see from, from these liberals uh, and, and what they spout. Um, he says, before we even knew how the killer of 19 children and two adults at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, uh, Texas, had obtained his guns, Chris Murphy was engaging in his customary uh, performance and, and on emotion on the Senate floor, literally begging Republicans to compromise. Compromise on what exactly? Murphy has, has never once offered a single proposal that would have deterred any of these mass shooters. Literally minutes after his routine, Murphy was asked about the obvious mental illness prevalent among most of these shooters. He said, he, he said this, get this, quote, spare me the BS about mental illness, unquote. The Connecticut Center responded, ripping, of course, into the GOP again, quote, we don't have any more mental illness than any other country in the world, unquote. That's how serious he is about compromise. Whether America is more prone to mental illness or not, these instances are almost exclusively perpetuated by young men who have exhibited serious antisocial behavior. All of them break a slew of existing laws. All of them have either obtained guns illegally or illegally before having any criminal record. In many, if not most cases, the shooter is already uh, on the, the cop's radar because he has threatened others or written insane violent manifestos. In, in a study of mass shootings from 2008 to 2017, the Secret Service found this found out that 100%, yes, 100% of perpetuators sh uh, showed concerning behaviors. And in 77% of the shootings, at least one person, most often a peer, knew about the plan. Rather than focusing on these terrible entry points for potential use, useful legislation, instead of, you know, 
proposing ideas on better identifying shooters before they act, instead of thinking about how schools could be, you know, um, structurally safer, instead of debating the, the, the efficiency of putting more cops in schools, and, and none of these are, are panaceas, mind you. State and, and, and Senate Democrats are, are busy dunking on Republicans for failing to support bills that have absolutely zero to do with the mass shootings. Chuck Schumer planned to introduce H.R. 8, an expanded background check bill, H.R. Uh, uh, 1446, a bill that would uh, close the alleged Charleston loophole. Of course, it's not even a loophole. The alleged was because uh, the individual who murdered the nine black churchgoers in Charleston in 2015 got a clean background check. Not because of the loophole, but because local uh, prosecutors had failed to respond to the FBI's request for information. It was a clear case of human error or negligence. So maybe Democrats should be promoting a law enforcement should do their job bill. Maybe all universal background checks do is stop friends and families from gifting guns. Straw purchases are already illegal, as Schumer and Pelosi and Murphy already know. And passing expanded background checks after a school shooting is tantamount to demanding stricter stricter driver's test after a hit and run. Democrats obsessed with largely irrelevant issues like AR-15s and universal background checks are largely living in the in the early 1990s. Joe Biden's address to the nation consisted of a, a litany of hackneyed talking points he's he's been regurgitating for decades now, including the the um the the, the transcendently stupid joke about deer and kevlar as as a nation we have to ask when in god's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby biden said again democrats love to hammer the straw man the the gun lobby because they don't want to openly attack tens of millions of gun owners meanwhile republicans will have to deal with a barrage of of smears. There there is no such thing as being pro-life while supporting laws that let children be shot in their schools, elders elders in their grocery stores, worshipers in their houses of faith, survivors by uh, abusers, or anyone in crowded places. You know who said that? Democrat uh, Representative AOC. She tweeted that. This was indicative of the sort of, of demented uh, accusations thrown around uh, these days by these liberals. One sus- suspects liberals who take the to the internet and accuse Republicans of uh, abetting infanticide aren't really interested in compromise. Unlike AOC, who champions laws that empower people to terminate the lives of viable unborn, I don't know of a single Republican who supports the, the gunning down of elementary school children. Indeed, law-abiding Americans have no obligation to take ownership of a madman's actions, nor is there any reason for them to surrender their right to self-defense so that Chris Murphy, who evidenced in, in many of his comments, is only interested in actually 
incrementally limiting gun ownership. That's his right, of course. He should try to repeal the Second Amendment, maybe. But until then, however, Democrats interested in genuine compromise may want to offer realistic, productive, and germane ideas, rather than using another horrific tragedy to dunk on their political opponents. So, so what has changed, really? What has changed? What is different? And why are we seeing more of these kinds of tragedies? Well, Ellie Randall says gun and firearms uh, are not have, have not really changed for decades, yet we've seen a heartbreaking rise over the past several years in incidences where evil, disturbed uh, cowards choose to target schools full of vulnerable children. But until the late 1980s, the concept of mass shooter walking into a school and arbitrarily targeting people was incredibly rare. Elementary, uh, an elementary school in California um, was targeted uh, in in about I think it was 1994. We had one in in 1989. Uh, we had uh, we we've had a few, um, but they they all they all started around around 1988 or so. Since then, there 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 have been really about 18 mass shootings in 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 schools. While humanity has has been fallen since Eden, the past 50 years have been countless indicators of uh, exponential cultural decline, not, not the least of which have been falling marriage rates and skyrocketing numbers of children who are denied the chance to live with both their mother and their father. You know, we're, we're also seeing a, a pandemic of mental illness, which the years of mental angst and isolation caused by COVID school closures will certainly only worsen. Americans are losing interest in the purpose and, and community that faith and church offer, losing respect for the sanctity of human life even, and, and losing sight of the notion that a higher moral good exists than immediate self-gratification. Instead, we live under a culture ethic that idolizes the indulgence of, of selfish desires, even up to the point of taking the life of another. I mean, that's all we hear oftentimes is, you know, you have to, you have to look out for number one. You have to do what, follow your heart. You have to do, you know, everything that, that makes sense to you. Meanwhile, our politicians and academics pit Americans against each other based on color of their skin or, you know, things like this, while the media machine grants uh, notoriously you know, to, to cowardly killers whose names deserve to be forgotten. Add to that our social media crazed culture's obsession with a few seconds of fame at any expense, and it's clear that the gun market isn't what's radically changed. We need to address the rot we've sown for our children and and and, and the, the environment that they've they've had to grow up in. And and no amount of blaming firearms for our culture's depravity is going to change that. If we really want to slow down these shootings, there are a few things that we could do. And, and it would take actually wanting to do something, not just wanting to score political points to do that. It would, it would take making common sense changes, not just politically correct ones. And I, I would propose this. I would propose 
first that we should secure our public schools. We we do it in the courthouses and we do it for sports arenas and, and other places that we want to keep people safe. Uh, when when I go when I go to a Blazer game, for instance, I, I'm a big Blazer fan. And when I go to a Blazer game, I've got to empty my pockets. I've got to make be scanned. Uh, I, I, they, they, they make sure that, that whoever's coming into that building is not able to hurt a lot of people. Same thing happens if I go to, to, um, a courthouse. Uh, I, I, I am definitely searched and, and, uh, and security is there to make sure that I don't have anything that is going to hurt people. Doors are locked. You can, there's basically like one way in one way out type thing. Right. But you know, security systems are there. And and you have and, and and they should be in our schools where you could be buzzed in, and and not allow people on the property that aren't supposed to be there. That would be a number one thing to do, and it can be done right away. Second, we we need to to stop making these schools no gun zones. These shooters know that there are not going to be anyone there to resist them with a weapon. They, we, we've even taken uh, what they used to call resource officers or, you know, security out of the schools because it was racist or something. They target the kids and the schools for a reason. They target them because they're easy targets. Those teachers um, that, that, that are trained and are willing to conceal carry should be allowed to do so. We should we should have people in the schools that that know how to use a weapon and be able to to conceal carry that. There's no reason why they shouldn't. Just these two things alone would make a big difference in how many people um, of of these tragedies uh, that that we're going to mourn. But it would it would take leaders that really want to do something to do it, and not just make political friends. So again, I think our response to this needs to be that we actually need to do something that is productive. Let's stop throwing around this stuff of, boy, we need to get rid of our guns or, you know, we, we need to, to give up our second amendment in order to uh, save second graders or whatever, you know, the meme is that, that, that's out today. We need to actually do something that is productive. And that just those two things would definitely help. And I, I maybe you, you can come up with some something else. I would love to hear from you. And you can always do that at UncommonSensePodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Organite Communications.